You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full super harvest moon at 6 degrees of Aries happening on September 29th at 2.57 a.m. Pacific, which is 5.57 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunar event's occurring for you. Welcome to the autumn lunar sessions of 2023. We're opening up with a super moon, and this is the last super moon of the year, so we aren't getting any more. We're also not getting any more in the new moon form because there is also new moons that are super moons although we can't see it because the moon is dark. And the coolest thing about this is this happens to be a super harvest moon. Harvest moons are pretty in themselves, especially because of where it is in its orbit. But to have a super harvest moon really does tie it together. Depending on the calendar year, harvest moons occur in September mostly. There are times where it can happen in October, but it's been a while since we had one of those. The last time we had one in October was in 2020. It was October 1st, 2020. But again, this is due to the varying orbit of the moon and we're lands in September or October depending. But we get harvest moons at the equinox points. Sometimes that can occur a little less than a week before or a week after we've hit the equinox of autumn. For the southern hemisphere that would be the spring equinox for them. But during this time of year we get a few extra hours of luminance from the moon. We hit a period of equal day and equal night and this particular kind of moon allowed for past civilizations to gather more fruits and vegetables during the time of year where light was going to be a little more limited than it would be in the summertime. But hence the name Harvest Moon because it allowed for people to gather their bounty of fruits and vegetables and reap the harvest. Another name for this lunation is called a corn moon, which basically has the same definition as what I described. Spiritually, this could be a time where you're reaping the efforts of the hard work that you put in. If you planted seeds and set intentions, this could be a period where you're finally reaping the rewards from your hard work and efforts. So whatever you started six months ago is finally coming to fruition. In terms of planetary energies during this moon, it has some kick to it. It is a moon in Aries. It is a full moon in Aries. The last bunch of moons in Aries we've had have been pretty karmic in a lot of ways and have had a lot of stuff going on. We had two moons in Aries back to back. We had one that was a regular new moon in Aries, but we also had a new moon eclipse in Aries. We had a solar eclipse in Aries at the very end of Aries. So there's a lot of karmic stuff going on within Aries energy and the Libra axis. Also because the nodes are here, which is why we had that eclipse in late Aries. These lunar events are bringing in a particularly faded tone. But of course, I will get to that portion once we get to the transits. The vibes on the graph are absolutely reflective of the energies. It is mixed bag energy. There's going to be a steady stream of mental energy, romantic energy lasting until about the 30th. Emotional sensitivity will also be present until about the 30th. Then we have some solitude energy happening from the 30th to the 1st. If you've been listening to me for a while, I like to check the few days going on surrounding the moon. So usually the new moon or a full moon and the two days after to see what some of the frequencies are and some of these energies are a little bit harsh and it has a lot to do with the transits I mean on one hand there's definitely some adventure it's a lot of fun energy that's going on there's definitely a lot of flirtation but there's a lot of contemplation there's a lot of moments where we need 
space to ourselves and we need to ground our emotions. So we could feel like our moods are fluctuating around the time of this lunar event. But I guess it wouldn't be Aries energy if it didn't have a bit of kick to it. But now that we're at the peak of this cycle, think about what was going on with you regarding Aries energy, especially six months ago. Some of this can correlate to March 21st's new moon in Aries and some of it may have to do with the eclipse that we had on April 19th. Now although when we're dealing with the eclipse energy we aren't dealing with anything to do with setting intentions or things like that, with the March 21st one we were looking at where we need to set intentions in Aries energy. But also some of that eclipse energy could come through now that we've hit that six month mark. Full moons are about looking at how far we've come in a cycle, what's working for us under this energy, what we're ready to take action on, what we're ready to launch, what needs to be tweaked, and the things that no longer serve us that we need to release from ourselves. And with this being Aries energy, how have you shifted focus onto yourself since March 21st of 2023? And again, some of the eclipse energy could have came through calling for you to shift focus on yourself. Aries helps us look at why thinking of ourselves is essential. It's a sign of forging your own path. It's a sign of starting your own journey. So how have you worked on circumstances that were preventing you from becoming independent? Have you mastered the art of developing healthy main character energy about yourself? Was this a time where you realized you can't get lost in someone else's story? In other words, was this a time you're working on codependence? Was this a time of regaining your identity back after being so consumed by someone else's situation or putting yourself last or feeling as though you have to stay silent in order to keep the peace in a situation. So where have you learned to stop stifling yourself in a way that benefits others but undermines what you should be doing for yourself? In other ways, this could have showed up as learning that you need to depend on yourself at times. Not saying that you can't depend on others to help you, but this may be a time where you became more self-reliant healthily. Speaking of healthy, Aries is also about healthy assertion. Of course, it can go to the shadow side, but this is definitely not what we're looking at under this energy. But through this, has this been a period where you've been learning the skills of healthy assertion? Have you been learning to speak your mind instead of bottling things up? Or learning to find your voice in a lot of situations where you felt you lacked a lot of self-expression? Energy like this also comes with being more courageous. So was this a period where you gained healthy self-assurance? Where you're learning to be more confident within yourself and your capabilities? taking action on some of the goals that you have because you're feeling more confident you're finding that you're more receptive to opportunities you're starting to take decisive action when it comes down to things rather than second guessing yourself on personal goals or even job situations or romantic life so was this a time where you decided to get into the driver's seat of your life and start taking charge and being more ambitious and pursuitful of the things that you want because you've taken this time to build up healthy confidence leading to taking action in your life. Aries has a lot to do with our physical prowess. So was this a time where you were working on that? Was this a time where you're working on building up stanima? Was this a time where you're working on building up strength, getting back on track when it comes down to fitness goals, and just overall improving your vitality, improving your energy levels? But if it wasn't a time to work on fitness, was it a time where you were realizing that you need to become more active and leave behind a sedentary lifestyle through moving more, getting out more, social 
socializing more? Have you used this period to break out of dullness and have more exhilarating experiences in your life, more adventure in your life? Because this is Aries energy and Aries is ruled by Mars. Sometimes this can transfer into our bedroom stanima. Sometimes this can transfer into our love lives. So was this a time where you're taking more action on your love life or working on having a more fulfilling time intimacy wise? And adding more passionate exchanges to your romantic scenarios. Aries energy is all about chasing what excites us and fuels our passion. So hopefully you guys were able to use this in a way that encourages you to empower yourself and live a more victorious existence. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunar event. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So one of the things I was saying earlier is because this moon is going to be in Aries, this full moon is going to be in Aries, it has a lot of karmic tones to it. Considering we had those two new moons in Aries, we've got that north node in Aries, which an eclipse in Aries will happen again next April. But of course, also because the nodes have to do with the polarities, anything that happens in Libra is also going to have a karmic tone to it. Another thing that's happening during this full moon is we have a shit ton of quincunxes going on. So there could be moments where we're lacking insight, and we need to really make sure we're aware of our impulsivity. Mars and Venus are the chart rulers for this lunar event. Since the moon happens to be in Aries and Mars is a depositor for that. And the sun is in Libra, which Venus deposits the sun while it's in the sign of the scales. The main chart ruler Mars is making hard alignments to Mercury, Uranus, Pluto, and it's opposing the nodes. So for that reason, during this lunar event, there may be a little more angst. Communication wise, things could be a little bit bitey and snippy. Things could take some unexpected turns in terms of nothing going as planned, but also when it comes down to moods and temperaments. So that's something that we really want to be aware of. We could be being called to transform some old behaviors that aren't working for us, especially if it has to do with relationships since that Mars is opposing the North Node in Libra. So there may be some toxic behaviors that we need to let go of when it comes down to some of our unions. So really try to be aware of impulsivity. If you can be mindful of your temper under these energies and try to work through things the best way you can to understand behavior where you might lack a little bit of insight. Venus is making complex transits to Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Uranus is very active throughout this week. Uranus is getting three alignments and they're not necessarily the most easiest alignments. We had one at the beginning of the week with Saturn and then we've got this Venus Uranus situation that's been going on since the whole summer due to the Venus retrograde, but also we've got that alignment with Mars. And I really have to say, do the best you can to make sure you are not creating any upheaval in situations in your life with the Venus stuff. This could have a lot to do with money. This could have a lot to do with relationships. Sometimes you have to take action and we don't have the luxury to plan things out, but I really always recommend having a good exit strategy instead of doing things erratically if you have the luxury to, especially with it connecting to Jupiter and Neptune. There could be some foggy moments regarding those situations. And so we want to make sure that we have all the details before we're moving forward with something. The Saturn situation in itself could lead to restrictions if we act on something that we shouldn't impulsively. But Venus is trying the North Node and sextile the South Node. So this can give us an opportunity to see where we need to harmonize more things in our life and come from a more easy place, come from a more peaceful place. Luckily, Venus and Mars are in harmonious alignment with one another. So the chart rulers are really doing well in terms of supporting one another through this. So it may soften some of the blows with certain things. This could be helpful in terms of improving things relationship wise, getting a renewed sense of passion 
passion and a relationship that needs it. Sometimes this could look like taking action when it comes down to our finances or professional aspirations, but overall taking constructive actions in those situations. With all the erratic energy we have going on, it's no surprise that the moon is making harder alignments along with the sun since we have a full moon and both are participating parties in this, but they're making harder alignments to Venus and Uranus. And again, it could rev up that need to do something impulsive. One thing to note, the moon is making a trine to Pluto, which can be really helpful in transforming situations that we need to let go of. This could be a time to release subconscious patterns and old coping mechanisms that are no longer working for us and have some moments where we're working on repressed issues that really need our attention and need to be healed. Coming back to that sextile with Venus and the south node, it happens to be creating a yod to Neptune at the apex point. So we have more stuff that we need to work on when it comes to relationships. Although Venus is in harmonious aspects with the nodes, that situation with Neptune at the apex point can really help us see exactly where we might be self-sabotaging in relationships and now the pressure is on to work on these things. So it could be a time to realize behavior that's undermining our ability to have a healthy relationship, also a healthy relationship with money. So with all these transits and all the karmic stuff going on during this lunar event, it can give us the much needed nudge to take action on old baggage that's no longer serving us. That way we can get back in the driver's seat of our lives. Anyway, I hope you all have the best full harvest moon in Aries ever. Later and see you in the next episode.